The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com. Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. What's up, what's up, my little tiddlywinks? It is Jackie here. I got a quick favor to ask of all of you guys today. Thank you so much for listening over the years, but we do need a little bit of your help. You could just fill out the survey that's in the description of the show today, or it's also on my Instagram, at jackthatworm. That would be awesome. It's only going to take a few seconds, I swear. All of the information is confidential, and we don't take emails or names. That would help us so much. Thank you guys for everything. Love you, love you, love you. Hit it with page seven. That is not a gun. That is the sound of my squirty bird watching Riverdale. Oh, my Christ in heaven. It was a saucy return for Riverdale this week. It was everything I wanted in a return. I can't believe how great that episode was. It made me really want to go to a cabin. Mm. And really want to be a teenager having sex at with, like <laughs> like the specific teenage sex. Really, it really captured the joy of it. You know, this was very much an episode that is a, the return to the teen drama. Yes, and welcome. I think we needed it. I think we all needed yeah, it. Yeah, like you know, all of this you know municipal drama that's been going on <laughs> with like the mayor and the sheriff and all that. It's it's it has its place and its time. But really, what's great about the show is when it captures what teens want to think about which is drinking and having sex mm-hmm. and uh you know and and being snarky to each other and they just did that part really really well and it was like they like you know it was the four of them all together and it was like you know oh it was just it was Perfect. Hot tubs and jalapeno margaritas. Oh my god, yeah, that's, the that's the thing at that age. I was drinking pop-off vodka out of a plastic bottle. I wasn't drinking jalapeno margaritas and wine while I played Monopoly. Yeah, I was definitely, when they were all drinking wine, I was like... Uh, I was mixing Everclear and, uh, and Gatorade. I mean, Veronica is classy, <laughs> admittedly, but but the rest of them aren't that classy. No, mm-mm, mm-mm, hell no. Oh man, but it was so saucy just from the just from the beginning. I I just needed I needed to return to my horniness for Jughead, and this was it. This was the champion episode to get me back to where I needed to be. I, and you know what, Jughead, I gotta admit, he was funny in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually enjoyed him in this episode, <laughs> and I gotta say, I, I as much as it. It, I'm really resistant to finding Jughead attractive because mm-hmm. of the whole Big Daddy thing, but uh, <laughs> which I can't get over. But I gotta say, in the hot tub, I was like, I was like, all right, Jughead. Oh my god, in that hot tub, how sexy was he? His arms, his puny little stomach. I loved everything about it. <laughs> I loved everything about it. But also, I saw a little tattoo on his shoulder. I meant to look that up to see if that was a real life tattoo or if that was a fake tattoo. 
It's a Southside Serpents tattoo. Mm. Oh wait, so he has one on his shoulder and one on his arm? That's too, that's too many tattoos for Southside Serpents. Oh wait a minute. Oh, I thought you just meant the one. I didn't notice the one on his shoulder. Oh, there was just a little glimpse of it, and I paused it and I went yummy, yummy, yum, and then I kept watching. <laughs> So the whole episode starts off with uh, Hiram sending a bunch of 15-year-olds to a romantic getaway. (laughs) Which, that alone, can you imagine? I mean, I wasn't even allowed to be in a car with a boy. You know, my mom (laughs) knew what I did. She didn't want me out there to just, like, scowling around. Go into a sexy cabin for the weekend. Yeah, go into a sexy cabin for a weekend and also like, why don't you go ahead and take your sexy friends along with you? Yeah, and it's it's good to remember that these that these guys are sophomores, right? Sophomores in high school. Quite young. <laughs> so yeah, he was definitely like, go and I'm just gonna have my like mafia goon driver stand in the woods and watch you uh outdoors all Andre. weekend. <laughs> and uh and veronica also maybe this is the difference between being a teenager and being an adult at at first he was like veronica why don't you take archie and then they were like oh let's bring our best friends and i feel like (laughs) i mean obviously hanging out with your best friends is awesome but i i kind of also feel like if you are a teenager you don't you want to go by yourself to fuck your boyfriend or is the lure of having your friends around to party with just as good oh yeah definitely bring your friends along but it was Hiram that suggested they bring the bring Betty and uh, Jughead yeah honestly I would be I'm just as into it now as I would have been then of course it's like yeah we're gonna fuck but I also would like to hang out with my friends I don't want to just look at you I look at you all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess that's true I guess bringing the friends because they still had their their rooms to it was nice and house where fucking was not going to be a problem oh yeah but also like the squeaky beds like they have memory foam mattresses in that house that was exactly what i said (laughs) that was exactly i was like there's no way that the lodges don't have a nice enough bed that it doesn't fucking squeak when you're banging absolutely not riverdale writers i I do i feel like though that is the age where you don't give a fuck if someone hears you having sex you know you're just like go ahead hear it yeah i'm having sex <laughs> the writers had to put that in though because they couldn't have like ah, yeah like, they couldn't have moaning coming from the other room they had to they had to telegraph it somehow it's true it's i was why is it that like teenage bed creaking is okay but if it had been teenage like grunting it would have been too far you know? <laughs> it would have been too far at the same time too it's like i remember having sex way too young and just being like the theatrics of how loud you were as well it's like it would have been so over the top it actually would have been perfect for the show but um yeah i get it i guess i get it whatever mm-hmm and then Cheryl comes in. The bitch is back. Bitch is yes. back. And you you <laughs> predicted this that she was going to try to sabotage. Well, yeah, I guess you can you can set your watch to Cheryl's going to try try to sabotage something. But mm-hmm. you you specifically predicted that she was going to use that Betty and and Ar- um, Archie kiss from before. Yeah, she called up Jughead. Jughead took the call and then turned around and said, and I quote, "That was Cheryl. She said you and Archie kissed in front of her house." <laughs> She's like, teen drama, I love it so much. Oh, man, the second. But also, it's like, I did kind of feel bad for Cheryl when they were like, actually, this is a couple's weekend. Also, go fuck y'all. You know, come on. (laughs) Yeah, but would you want Cheryl to come if you were going to go with your fuckable boyfriend and your best friend and like everyone in that group of in that foursome is tolerable, whereas I love Cheryl, but 
I don't know if I want to go away for a weekend with her. Yeah, she's going to be a bit much in that cabin. Yeah, unless she brought Tony with her. Can we please discuss further? We can get into, well, I guess we can call it the coming out of Cheryl. This was another thing you predicted because we were like, is she, what's going on with her and Josie, which they still, is still a storyline they've never picked up. Yeah. But... Uh, Although, can I just but, do divot real fast that I thought found it interesting that the Kevin and Josie relationship, like friendship, is happening because I wonder if she too is also gay and wants to like get close and eventually discuss this with him. Because from the beginning, now that we're also watching Riverdale back from the beginning for uh, our Patreon Riverdale roundups, it uh, it's I think that they are laying that groundwork hard pretty soon. Hmm, I'm not sure about that. I think that's. A, I think that would be a lesbian too far. If they were, <laughs> oh, they can't be more than one, Marcus. Shows are like you can have one lesbian and one gay man, and now you have done your diversity. <laughs> and interrelation, it's a gay show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they do want to introduce like a love triangle I mean, uh, between Tony, Cheryl, and Josie. That would be great. I I hope that you're right, Jackie, because, yeah, watching Riverdale season one now, I'm reminded of like how kind of like performatively woke they were in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I really was here for it. And so if they and and not only performatively, but sometimes actually having legit good like politics and representation. And so if they had like several gay people. That would be great. Like more than two, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I think with with Josie, I think they're going to keep Josie straight because remember Josie kind of freaked out uh, when Cheryl did a little bit of hitting on, uh, I guess in the early season, around the time that the pig heart showed up that they never really uh, talk about ever again. Right. But I think that was more about Cheryl rather than it being about Josie. I think that's right. But we we totally thought that that was going to be a relationship. We thought that that was going to be the first girl-on-girl kiss. Mm -hmm. And in Instead, it turns out we were right. You were right about uh, Cheryl, but just that it didn't happen with Josie. Happening with Tony, wrong side of the tracks. I will say that if there's something that is hotter than thinking about Josie and Cheryl kissing, it is Tony and Cheryl kissing. Can we get a hell yeah on it? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. I think Tony is the most beautiful one on the show. I'm going to go... my fantasies began with Cheryl and Josie, and they're gonna stick with Cheryl. Wow. Josie. I'm not, I'm not, uh, that till still to me like that is the hottest possible duo in the entire show. Oh, but right. Tony is so fucking hot. If, Tony's fucking hot. So Tony's fucking smoking hot. hot. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I don't know. I guess first loves, I suppose. Yeah, uh-huh. I get that. I think it, I think it's something that I'm realizing about myself is like, do I just like the bad boys and girls? Because I, Tony is a hard. Hard, wet second to Jughead to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be with Tony very much so. Yeah, I feel like Tony, I like, yeah, I think that even though I think that both Veronica and Betty are gorgeous um, and Josie is gorgeous, Cheryl, I think, is hot. it, not my type, but I can. I think she's very, very tight and hot. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like Tony is like, damn. I feel like Tony's kind of in a different league. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, Tony's got. She's got an X factor to her. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it was a little forced, their friendship of Tony going after Cheryl, pretty hardcore, especially since Cheryl does not come off as a lesbian very uh, lightly. But man, when Penelope, uh, when Penelope Blossom was like up in Cheryl's face, telling her about like she'll, she'll never love and she's cold and dead on the inside, that was, that was a great scene. I thought that, yeah. Cheryl, I was like, as much as like, you know, Cheryl Blossom is not the best actress of all time, I thought that was a great fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was very powerful. And the, the, I think Cheryl is legitimately a great character because they really do make you, like, even though she is, like, a, a consistent bitch, like, you really, they you also are rooting for her. Like, they, they really truly made, like, a complicated character. You know, the show is not always complicated, no. but they made a really good complicated character in Cheryl because I find myself really, like, loving her. And then she calls Jughead, and I'm like, you're a bitch, Cheryl. You're a cold <laughs> bitch. Yeah, but, like, when Cheryl did that, like, I actually, like, wrote it down because, like, I just found myself just, like, saying out loud, like, yeah, do your bitch business. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish they had said that. And well, Cheryl's just doing her bitch business again. <laughs> yeah, Archie's just like, guys, don't get hung up about it. Cheryl's just doing her bitch business. <laughs> oh, Archie. Also, can we talk about what a delight it is to watch Archie just watch the world go around him? He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> in the in the in the hot tub, he's like. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, this is a good idea. He is so dumb, so consistently. Oh my god! But I also love that Jughead calls that out. That he's like, even you would understand this, Archie. When they were talking, when like every when the like flame ignites to ignite all of their friendships that are barely held together through lust and friendship. <laughs> Yeah, I like that line too. It was like an it was like an acknowledgement that they all think Archie's an idiot, not they just all us. No, Archie's an idiot. <laughs> he has proved time and again. And I also really liked. I enjoyed the little like boy bonding scene they had with Archie and Jughead in the woods. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. I missed their friendship. Like I missed their like check ins. Like early in season one, they had a lot of check ins because Archie had hurt Jughead's feelings, and it was like I thought it was like a nice little glimpse into like boy friendships of being like. Man, I'm sorry. It's all right. And then that I've had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was very true to life. Yeah. I was yeah. like, man, oh, dude. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and then also the sharing of the information of like, did you know Betty and Veronica kissed? That's also a, a, like quite a dude oh. conversation. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I was glad that we got we got back to them being friends independently. Yeah. Oh. And speaking of making friends, like. I thought I seriously thought for a second that Moose, Midge, and Kevin were about to become a thruple. Dude, I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, so as it is, Moose is just in the closet and he kind of misled Kevin about being like out as bi to Midge, and then Midge was just like, Oh, so we're all just hanging out as friends, right? <laughs> She's an totally idiot clueless. as well. My god. <laughs> 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 and Kevin, actually, there were a lot of really funny moments in this episode when they were all at pops together, and Kevin like kind of gives that look. It was very funny. Yeah, I love yeah, him. I really love Kevin so much because, especially, man, how many people in that town went to go see that gay rom com? Huh? <laughs> Starring Jennifer Garner. It's a uh, yeah. It's an actual well, movie called I Love Simon. Oh, yeah. And then after the. the the segment after River like 
Riverdale had them that scene when they were all in the theater, and I was like, what's with this movie with Jennifer Garner? <laughs> and then the next, when they cut to commercial, when I was watching it on cable TV, the commercial was mm. for that movie, uh, and I felt a little bit targeted by advertising. <laughs> I thought it was a little much, because they said the name of the movie so many times that I had to look it up, and I was like, God damn it, I just got got, bitch. And it's about a, a teenage closeted gay boy, thus uh, the depth of Cheryl coming out later on in the episode. Ah, I see. And that was a very sweet moment. Yes, that was a very sweet moment. Yeah, there were a lot of sweet moments in this episode. Mm -hmm. Although I do have to admit, I didn't get fully on board until about like halfway through, until like after the uh, scene, like after the hot tub scene. Really? Even then, like I was at the whole time, I was very lukewarm on this episode and then it really got me. It all started to come together because I was thinking, it's like they're getting back into teen drama, but I don't know if they can go back now that they've introduced a serial killer in the mob. Uh (laughs) But they got they brought it back. Yeah. They, they did get it back. Oh man, when when they went to that general store too to go pick up some things and she's flouting all her money around. When they left, it's like did, you didn't realize all the creepy mid-20s men staring at you when you left. <laughs> you're not you're that much not paying attention. Like you know when somebody's staring at you. Give me a break. No well, way. I feel like Veronica, I get I I keep having this thing where I'm like I simultaneously simultaneously think that Veronica's like really smart and with it and like streetwise and mm. like all of those things. And then at the same time, she's totally a clueless idiot too. She don't know country creeps. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know country creeps. Oh, and that's what they were. But then I don't know if Andre really needed to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he shoot him? Introduce a murder into this entire, like e- <laughs> easily like a murder. Like very much, like so obviously a murder with out there. like d- four potential witnesses, one confirmed. Yeah, yo, so many witnesses around, and like, and all those got like they heard the gunshot. Yeah, it's like an episode of The Sopranos. You know, it's like, well, you have to die now. Like, you don't actually have to die. You could have just let him go. That or just like, of, of course, beat the shit out of him. That's fine. But why did he just immediately shoot him? This like loser that just took only took the money out of her purse. By the way, like, what was he really gonna do to them? He wasn't gonna do anything. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah, he got <laughs> murdered. He got murdered in the woods. But and what nationality is Andre? Does he have a weird accent? Because I can never tell. It's ambiguous. Yeah. I'm going to say Russian, right? Russian. Russian. Yeah. On Andre, yes. Yeah. yeah. Something well, like I that. think. You know, I think the reason why, like, the whole teen drama thing, like, now that I'm thinking about it, the reason why it kind of came back around is because I don't really care about Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica's teen drama. But, like, all the other, like, once you started getting, like, Cheryl's drama and Kevin's drama and all these other, like, kids and, like, all, like, their drama is really fun. It only works if everyone's drama is all kind of working at the same time. Mm-hmm. I I, I hear you. I think that what I liked about this episode is that I think I do like the interconnectedness of the of the Betty, Veronica, Jughead, and Archie drama because that mm-hmm. also does feel slightly real to me. Like when you're like all like when Jughead was mapping it out and he's like, your best friend is my best my part my girlfriend's best friend, and like I feel like that actually is like hi, kind of high schooly, you yeah. know, oh, and, yeah. and it all is just messy as hell. And so I kind of liked that. Like them all being like, oh, even when it's just the four of us, there's actually still a lot of drama just between us, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think maybe the whole like hot tub scene, like that's when I it, it hit me in the head, like, oh, I'm watching a CW show. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much watching a CW show. Uh-huh. I was pretty upset that Archie and Jughead didn't kiss, though. Also throwing that out there. <laughs> yes, that should have happened. Mm. That would have been really good. Oh god, and when yeah. Betty came out in the outfit in the Chuck and the st- Sticky Maple outfit. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just like, God, I can't. Have, I was not that sexy when I was sixteen. Not only in looks, but also in knowledge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I thought the Jughead was gonna not like it because remember when she sang that song from Donnie Darko, <laughs> and he was like, "Why did you do that?" Well, now was it that song from Donnie Darko? Or was it that song from Cruel Intentions? <laughs> oh, one was at the confirmation, and the other one was when she was trying to become a serpent. <laughs> but yeah, I thought the drug head would be like, "What are you doing, buddy? This isn't you." And instead, he was like, "Boying." Yeah, he was into it. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Yeah. Oh God, I just like I, I was a little upset that um, Jughead wasn't wearing his serpent's jacket the entire time. And it's uh, well, I guess you know you're out of Riverdale. The colors can come off. No reason to represent outside of Riverdale because Riverdale is the only place where wearing a jacket that says Southside Serpents isn't the fucking dorkiest thing you could possibly do. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm wearing my fucking Southside Serpent shirt right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine if Jughead went to like Manhattan wearing a Southside Serpents jacket in the world of Riverdale? Yeah. Just walking around being like a shake never snakes never sheds its skin. <laughs> I mean, I'd still jump on it. You know that's true. Also, just a quick mention of Sheriff Keller and the mayor's relationship. The fact that they are both married, but both of their um, significant others are mysteriously in other places, and that that is something that has not been discussed at all yet. It has been discussed because remember the mayor's husband is a jazz musician who's always on tour. That's right. Because Josie was really uh, has some daddy issues mm-hmm. um, about his very good musical talent and absence mm-hmm. from her life, and apparently. Um, the sheriff's wife is in Afghanistan. Oh, She's in Afghanistan. She's a soldier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do no. you want to fuck with this woman? <laughs> hey, Mayor, do you really want to fuck with this badass bitch out in Afghanistan doing all this awesome shit? You can't step to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cheating on your deployed wife is not a good look for the sheriff of the town. Nor is it a good a good look for the mayor to cheat on your jazz musician husband. Yeah. So openly. But apparently at the end, everyone's fine with the cheating. <laughs> everyone's okay with it now. <laughs> and then, of course, they get the phone call. Jughead gets the phone call that, you know, Hiram Lodge has bought the trailer park. That's right. <laughs> and, and then, then- <laughs> Betty gets the call that Hiram Lodge has bought the Riverdale Register. And that's when Archie shows his intelligence again and says, quote, There's nothing like evil about buying a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Archie. Oh, try to keep up, honey. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with the whole Hiram Lodge buying the whole town? Well, honestly, when they were all going away to the cabin, I was like, I'm surprised Hiram even suggested that they bring Jughead because aren't Hiram and Jughead in a feud right now? Mm -hmm. And 
for what it's worth, like Jughead is still willing to be friends with Veronica, but he went with this idea of like getting intel, and then Betty was like, or, "Yeah, Betty was like, stop, Jughead." But like, it's obviously going to put strain on the friendship, mm-hmm. and and now it's going to put strain on the friendship between Betty and Veronica. And Veronica, I just don't understand how she doesn't expect that her criminal father fucking with her friends' families is not going <laughs> to come home to roost at some point. Her father is fucking with every single one of her best friends and boyfriends' families, mm-hmm. and yet. She's still pretending like all of it's fine. She's smooth. Oh, man. It's all going to come to a head. I can't wait for it. And when it all comes to a head, I'm sure they're going to have that very private, personal conversation in an open booth at Pops. (laughs) We're fine. Like everybody does these super private, personal, sometimes conversations about murders (laughs) in an open air booth. In a chocolate shop. <laughs> yeah, sometimes conversations like with police evidence, yeah. like that phone that Betty had <laughs> from that murder victim. That's right. <laughs> Don't worry, oh, no one's of the murder victim. Oh, chicks about neck. It's going to be a chick episode next episode. It better be. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you know the next episode, the one that's airing tonight, chapter twenty-eight. There will be blood. Fuck yeah, it's gonna be so great. Oh my god, and we're gonna watch Cheryl kiss Tony, and it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. And I'm excited to see where Cheryl's character is gonna go now. Because now, like, it kind of that what I think what they were trying to say is that the reason why Cheryl's always a bitch is because she's she's been in the closet. She hasn't been able to express any emotions because all of her emotions are for ladies, and her mother has made her feel like a dirty little girl for her entire life for her emotions. So now we're gonna see like the blossoming of Cheryl. Blossom. Oh my god. I sure hope so. Um, and for those of you who want to follow along, the actress who plays Cheryl Blossom live tweets Riverdale on Wednesday nights with a lot of gifts <laughs> and it is incredibly sweet. So I really like Cheryl and I really, really like the actress who plays her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, please follow all of them on Instagram. They're all of their Insta stories are all of them on set and it makes it just fills my heart with joy. I just they look like they're having a great time. And of course if you're listening to this, I'm sure you listen to page seven every week. But this week on page seven we've got an Oscars blind item Involving one Riverdale <gasps> cast member. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, only yeah, yeah. Oscars blind item. The Oscars blind items this year really suck. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. As long as it's about Riverdale, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we will be back next week with Chapter 28, There Will Be Blood. Fuck yeah! Riverdale! Yeah, and see how many more murders these four teenagers are going to be privy to. Because <laughs> right now, I think the count's at about eight. It's a lot. Oh, it's hell high. yeah, man. Oh, wait, we didn't even talk about Chick. Oh, well, Chick. Creepy. creepy. Did we just throw that out there? What's going to happen with this? I don't know, but I think that he's going to do something. He's going to do something, too, because when he did, made that threat about mm-hmm. Alice and Betty, it's like he's, mm-hmm. man, what is he going to do? That little creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch out for Chick. Yeah, and yeah, it's just if there if you if you look up from the paper and your brother is staring at you eating a bowl of cereal really fast, <laughs> get out of there! Get out of there! Get him! Get him out of get there! Out of get, there. Get, get out! <laughs> just get just get on back to the south side. Go a hostel. Yeah, get Chick. I'm gonna <laughs> kiss him. Oh, just get. <laughs> See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Kiss him all.